0: Hello and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got you a great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. So on this podcast, I like to get on here, share some scripture share what's on my heart, hopefully challenge you guys to uh, read the scriptures and to give you encouragement through your daily walk with the Lord. But today, I'm doing something a little different. And the reason why is looking at everything that's going on in the world, and I know that that is a blanket statement. But looking at everything that's going on in the world today, between the inflation, between the uh, recession, between all the fuel prices, the food prices, the war that's going on, the political environment, the social environment, all these environments that are surrounding us. Plus, we're all getting back to work. We're getting our feet back on the ground. We're trying to find out what the new normal is, and we're trying to get our life back on track with all of this going on. The question that I'm going to start off with today is, are you taking time to rest? And I know some of you will say, well, I I sleep, I rest pretty good, I do this and I do that. No, are you taking time to rest? Are you taking time to rest and take time with the Lord and by reading the scriptures and allowing him to give you the spiritual rest that you need? Because if we look at what the definition of rest is, it means peace, easement, or refreshment. Relax means to become loose or less firm or to be a mild manner and less stiff. Today's world is crazy. Our schedules are beyond full. Right. With each passing month, we try to spend time with family and friends. It never works. We are all the time busy. And then if you have children, you throw that into the mix. And between kids' activities, church events, work projects, birthday parties, summer vacations, fall breaks, spring breaks, and every other holiday and everything else that's going on. At the end of the day, we look back and we go, Holy smokes, why am I this busy? But to some people this is a badge of honor. To some people they thrive off of being busy because if they should remain still they feel like they're lazy. And if they take time to just kind of chill out at home and do absolutely nothing, they feel bad about it because they feel like they should be going 24/7. But I'm here to tell you today by doing that you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to you're going to do things to your body mentally and physically. That's going to just destroy you, not to mention spiritually, because the Lord gave us the scriptures. He gave us the Bible with the scriptures and in the scriptures, he gave us everything that we need as a book of instructions. For example, Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28-30, very familiar scriptures. Come to me, all you that are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 Come to me, all of you that are weary and burdened. Is that not you? Is that not me in today's world? Are we not weary and burdened? Do we not have anxiety, fear, stress, anger, an array of emotions? Are we not exhausted at the end of the day? Why can't we go and find rest with the Lord? Why can't we not take that opportunity to go find rest? Put our pride away. Put our our badge of being busyness away and look at it as rest being a recovery. All right? Because we're all drained and exhausted, we need to take a deep breath and stop. we got to know our limits. we got to be able to handle the daily uh, demands of our lives. And we got to allow our bodies to truly recover. Now, I know some of you that are listening are trying to figure out where is he going with this. I am simply stating what I'm seeing in the world today. I'm seeing Christians burned out. I'm seeing Christians that are exhausted spiritually, physically, and mentally because of everything that's going on. All right. And we got to be able to identify this and we got to be able to stop and take that time to rest. We got to understand that we need to reevaluate our priorities. We should always have Jesus first in our life and then we should have our family And then everything else should follow suit. Because if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me for any amount of time, you know I speak about being Christ-centered in a marriage. Now, being Christ-centered means having Jesus in the dead center of your marriage. Having your marriage built around Christ and the word of the Lord. But in this day and time, in this environment, there's a lot of families that are struggling to do that. They're burning the candle at both ends because they're trying to do everything that they can to make sure their families are taken care of and try to pack everything into a 24 hour day. Okay, we can't do that. Psalms four, eight says in peace, I will lay you down and sleep for you alone. The Lord will dwell in safety. So even in Psalms. We're talking about peace and being able to lay down and sleep and being able to be safe with the Lord because he's going to provide us that safety to allow us to rest. We know rest is about recovery. We know rest is about refreshment. We know rest is about being renewed. How do we know this? Because you got to be able to recover from being exhausted. And by doing that, you are refreshed. You, it's It's kind of like. Uh, power naps. They used to talk about this real big back in the day where if you took a 15-minute power nap, um, it kept you going for the rest of the day because it gave you something refreshed. Um It's kind of like in a hot day. You're outside working. You've been working in your yard doing whatever. You're hot. You're sweaty. You come in. You grab you a, a washcloth. You wipe off your face. And as soon as you do, man, you are juiced back up and you're refreshed and you can go again. And that's what it's like. Having that refreshment, being able to to spend time with the Lord and spend time in the Word of God and being able to rest with the Lord is the best recovery refreshment that you need. But when we start talking about renewal, we want to talk about experiencing a deeper, deeper renewal in all parts of our lives, spending time with God so that we are spiritually made new. While we may love to be able to do certain things and refresh us mentally and physically, we need spiritually To be able to refresh by spending time with God each day. We are in a crazy time, ladies and gentlemen. And it's hard to sit here and try to explain it. Because everybody's situation is different. Everybody is going through this thing in different ways. But we all have one common ground to stand on. And that is, I know we're all becoming exhausted. Right? Because many followers of Christ don't understand what it means to take time and stop. All right? So, Pastor Rick Warren had a, has a description that says surprisingly, if you know how to worry, you already know how to meditate in the Word of God. Worry is to take a negative thought, think it over and over and over. When you take the, the passage of Scripture and you think on it over and over and over, it's called meditation. And he's absolutely right. How many times have we worried about thoughts that's playing in our head nearly 24-7? We're focused on them all the time. We can recall the thoughts we had yesterday or two weeks ago. We can think about all this negativity that's in our life. But the question is, when was the last time that you could recall scriptures? When's the last time you could sit there and say, I took... This much time and I spend it in the word of God. We should be doing it daily. I should be doing it daily. But busyness of life. But did you hear what I just said? But. And something my wife has taught me. And something I have learned is. It doesn't matter what you say. As soon as you put the word but in it. And keep going it washes away what you just first said. I know I need to spend time with the Lord. And get into his word. But. I have ball practice. But. But. I have to work, but I have to go to the gym. So the excuses that I'm making and the excuses that we make, all we're doing is hurting ourselves. And then we're the ones that are sitting there going, well, I wonder why God's not with me. I wonder why I can't feel the presence of the Lord. I wonder why this. I wonder why that. It's because we haven't stopped and took the time. We haven't stopped and said, you know what? I need to spend time with God. I need to take time and spend it with God. I can tell you what my wife does. My wife gets up every morning and she has her time with the Lord. Whether it's reading her devotionals, whether it's just when she's at the gym on a treadmill, whatever the case is, she is spending time with God. I try to do that when I'm driving to work. I try to do that when I'm in the vehicle listening to music and being able to talk with the Lord. And it's not so much of asking him things of, Lord, you know, give me a great day. Lord, give me this. Lord, give me that. It's just I'll take time and say, Lord, here I am. And just talk with him. Because we all have prayers in our lives. We all have requests that we ask. But we got to know that we have to take that time with the Lord. All right. We got to be able to do that. So. As we spend time reading the Bible each day, can we look deeply into the passages and begin to have a conversation with God? In order to grasp how to meditate on a verse or two, let's look at Ephesians 4:31 31-32, which says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, harsh words, and slanders, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgive one another, as God through Christ has forgiven you. So if we read this again and we ask God, do I have bitterness in my life? Am I an angry person? Are my words harsh? Is my heart tender? And do do I forgive others freely? I can simply answer that question. Do I have bitterness? Yes, sir, I do. Am I an angry person? Yes, at times I am. Do I have harsh words? Absolutely. Am I tenderhearted? Not always. Do I forgive others freely? No, not, not much at all. So I have a whole lot to work work on and work with. And see, the thing is, one thing about me that I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm never going to sit here and tell you, hey, this is what you should do. You should do this, 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 and this without calling myself out on it. Because I'm telling you, the one thing that most people don't like to do is they do not like to look in the mirror and see their own faults. they rather point out other people's faults. But you know what? I am a sinner saved by the grace and the marvelous love of the Lord. I am just a man who sins daily, who has to seek forgiveness. I'm a man who sins daily, has to seek forgiveness, and go and find rest. Because the things of this world engulfs me <clears throat> excuse me, and causes me to shy away from the Lord at times. And that's not something proud to say, but I'm just trying to be as honest as I can with you. So one of the things we could do is we can wait to hear from God. We can wait to hear what he has to say. And we can allow the scriptures To go with us throughout our day, making us aware of any bitterness, any anger, harshness, or hard-heartedness, or unforgiveness that tries to hijack our thoughts with the day. Because besides what we're dealing with physically on this earth today with financial problems and everything that I described at the beginning of today's episode, we still have the devil. The devil is still going around trying to invade people's lives, trying to take over and turn us away from God. And unfortunately, there's been a lot of people that it's been successfully taken away from God. And then they start to worry and wonder, why in the world is my life turned upside down? Each one of us can come up with our own answer to why our lives are turned upside down. But something that can be done to assist us is... To get the most out of God's time and get the most out of God's word, we need to put in a daily practice. We need to be able to do a daily practice. We need to be able to choose a verse or multiple verses if you want to and read them. And then read it again. And if you want to, write it down and then ask God for the insight and write that down. So in other words, when you read scripture, reread it again. If you want to journal, write it down. And then ask God for the insight and be prepared to write down what he gives you. Something else that will help you with making time to rest in meditating in the word of God is disconnect from distractions. All right? Don't allow yourself to be distracted with computers, with electronics, with people moving around and things of this world you know, or television or stuff of this nature. If you want to truly disconnect from the distractions and spend time with God, this is when you just turn off everything. Yes, kids are still going to need things. But this is when you shut down your cell phones. You don't pick them up. You turn off your computer. Don't watch TV. Sit and find you a nice, quiet place and read scripture. Spend time. Talk with the Lord. The the thing that gets me I'll say this. The thing that gets me the most is when people that I talk to tell me, I don't know how to talk to God. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Well, you talk to God Like you know him because he knows you. You talk to him like he's your best friend because he is. You talk to him like he's your heavenly father because he is. He is all things to you. You should be able to have the best open communication with God than anybody else. You should be able to go to God freely and just speak with him. Now, some people go to God all the time and they just ask for things like he's a genie in a bottle and he's not. You need to be able to speak with God, but yet listen to what God has to say. Listen to what he's trying to tell you. Listen to what he is going to give you. That's the first and foremost of what we need to do. We need to be able to, to meditate in the word, be able to relax, rejuvenate, get our renewal strength, and then be filled up and poured out. All right. And, and what what I mean by that is fill up with the rest to be able to go and pour out what God has given you. Because there are some things that God gives you that you need to go out here and share with the world. There's some things that God gives you and he says, you know, Royce, I gave you rest. I gave you this thought. Now I want you to go do this over here. He filled me up. He gave me the rest. He gave me the renewal energy that I need. He meditated with me. He he filled my soul and i am physically and spiritually charged but he wants me to go do a job that's what you got to pay attention to and make sure that what he's telling you is is happening because he may want you to go out there and help somebody else he may give you something that you need to take somewhere else and share it with somebody else all right getting rest for the sake of rest is not the whole point we rest to get rest so we can go and work again physically all right? It's an ebb and flow of working and resting. And so that's that's the physical side. The spiritual side is we need to be able to take that time to completely relax. Another scripture I share with you it comes out of Psalm 62, 1. It says, Truly, my soul finds rest in God, my salvation comes from Him. So when we are looking at taking time to rest, making time to rest. It's more than just saying, "Okay, for the next 30 minutes, I'm closing my eyes and I'm turning off everything. No, it's saying take the time, spend it with God. Take the time and spend it meditating in the word of God. Because if we're able to do that and we're able to keep Christ centered, things in our life would go a lot easier than what they are today. I'm not telling you this is going to work miracles and you're going to see a vast improvement, a 180 turnaround, and the whole world's going to get in harmony. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is given the situation that we're in with all the anxiety, the depression, the stress, with everything that's going on, being able to meditate in the word of God will at least give us an opportunity to spiritually rest and find the peace in God. That's what it'll do. The bills are still going to be there. The gas prices are still going to go up, and unfortunately, the wars are going to continue on because if it's not this war, it'll be another war. Our politicians are still going to do what they do because if they are not Christ-centered, if they're not following what the true will of God is, they're going to do whatever they want to do. And unfortunately, food prices are going to keep going up, and cost of living is going to keep going up, and we may out pace our paychecks, which is going to cause stress on our lives. But I'm here to tell you, I am in the same boat with everybody else where it's financial burdens of trying to balance house and, and bills and bring home pay. And you know, you got more going out than you got coming in because all everything costs. But the one thing that I do have and that I'm trying to share with you today so you could have is have God in your life. Because I know no matter what happens, God is with me. No matter what happens, I can read the word of God and be encouraged to move on for the next day. It's easy for me to throw up my hands and sit down and say, I give up. The world wins, I give up. But I can't do that. I can't do that because I have a family, first and foremost, that is dependent on me. And then I have what the Lord has given me. And he's gave me the strength to not be a quitter because I could tell you this, and I know I'm probably about to digress, but bear with me. If I was a quitter, I would have never got into doing podcasts or videos or doing anything with the ministry after my divorce. I would have just threw my hands up, sat down on a, on a curb and said, well, that's it. It's all done. And I would have let the world win by shutting me down. But I didn't. I have a great christian woman who sat there and encouraged me to get out here and do this and it was through that through praying and through seeking what the true will of god is is why i'm doing what i'm doing today that's why i'm behind this microphone laying down these tracks for this episode to hopefully encourage you guys to get up and keep moving forward but you also have to rest i know i just i just threw two things at you Keep moving forward, but resting, you have to rest, you have to get your your soul in spiritual rest in you got to get your physical and mental rest, but you also got to keep going one foot in front of the other and why you're able to do that and how you're able to do that it's real simple it's called keeping your faith and trust in God. that's what it boils down to It's not what I say, it's not what what your preacher says at church, it's not what your deacons say it's not what. The congregation says it is the word of God. God will give you rest. He will give you what you stand in need of. All you have to do is be willing to listen and be willing to ask. So, as I get ready to wrap this thing up, like I said, I wanted to get on here. I wanted to share some stuff with you guys because the simple fact is I believe that we are in dire need of taking time to rest. And so, I want to thank all of you for spending time with me today. And I want to encourage you guys. To go to my social media pages at Facebook, Instagram, Instagram and Twitter, if I can learn how to speak. Also, go to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. All right. Go to Jesus and a Cup of Joe, subscribe, follow, and share. All right. And if you like watching videos, I do some live streaming, and I want to encourage all of you guys who may want to watch those videos, get on there and watch. You know, chat with me because I have an open live chat. I like to spend time with each other. So until we get together next time, I just want you to take time for the Lord. Read the scriptures, meditate in the word, and just have a great day, all right? But always remember, you start your day with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless. <music>